Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, Ravens Flock listeners? Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, is Kamar Aiken and Kid Gowie. Fellas, around the league, let's kick it off. Uh, COVID has entered. We talked about it a little last week. Then you see it kind of here again, but I don't want to talk about COVID. I want to talk about the Jets going to their new starting quarterback. That's elite Joe Flacco. <laughs> Lamar, I think you might. I think you might know him. Uh, Joe will be starting against the Cardinals on Sunday. The Jets are. I mean, they're painful right now. I think it's the coach, but it would be very Jets for Joe to get a win and the Jets to think that Darna was the problem and yes. then keep their coach. So, uh, mm-hmm. how excited are you to see Joe Flacco back out there? Uh, I'm not that excited, but uh, I'm pretty. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, <Nah. laughs> no, nah, but I'm interested to see how Joe is. Man, he's coming off an injury, a neck injury, so I want to see how healthy he is. If he's still the same, Joe still got that same arm. Um, he came out there last week. He had, what, two, two throws? Went two for yeah. two? Something two like for that. two. Yeah. I mean, he's leading the league in completion. Yeah, so, so, so I want to see if he comes out there and looks like the old Joe that we know him to be uh, when, when he was doing what he was supposed to do. Gal, are you excited for Joe to be back out there? <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a good feeling to see Joe get that opportunity again. Um, Unfortunately, it's with the Jets, so I don't expect much to come from it, but you know, it's cool seeing Joe back out there playing for a team, getting those uh, starter reps and, you know, not playing backup anymore. So hopefully he can pull out a win and get a little bit of praise like he used to. It would be very Joe to win this one and then lose like eight in a row after. Right. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk our quarterback, the guy we like and love, the MVP, Lamar Jackson. He actually sat out of practice today. We're recording this on Wednesday. Precautionary knee injury. Uh, I didn't see anything. Uh, on, in Sunday's game. I'm not sure if you guys did. I know this is precautionary, so I'm sure it's very light, but it is weird, at least for me, to see Lamar sitting out. He doesn't really miss practices. He doesn't normally take a precautionary day uh, like maybe some older vets would. Kumar, do you think there's any level of concern for Lamar Jackson? Uh, no. If he misses another one, then yes. Um, I say missing Wednesday, uh, it, it's not a big deal. I feel like he'll be all right. He, he, uh, it's probably just sore, and they just want to give him an extra day, to be honest. I see it happen time to time. So if he misses another day, I would say then it's a concern. But if it's just So today, two days is kind of like the barometer for how serious an injury for, for might be. For a quarterback. For a quarterback. Right. For a skilled guy, I would give you until – you have to make it until their Friday practice, at least their Friday practice. Sometimes maybe their Thursday sometimes, too, depending on who you are. But for sure, <laughs> a quarterback, you can get away – with one day, but I don't see a quarterback missing two days, to be honest. Gowie, what do you think? Um, Me personally, I didn't see anything from the game that would make me think that Lamar was injured. I mean, it could have been, you know, like the 50-yard the run that he broke with <laughs> the boys. So he may have, you know, tweaked it a little bit when he did that. But um, aside from that, no, nah, I didn't see anything. So I wouldn't panic at this very moment. But, you know, like Kamar said, if it goes on another practice and another practice, then, you know, that's when you got to kind of clutch your pearls and, and be like, huh, something may be going on here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll talk about last week's game. You mentioned the big run. We handled Washington pretty well, but it was an mm-hmm. ugly win. Not like our 2000 Ravens where ugly means like nine to six. Ugly where like we still scored 30 30 plus and held them under 20 but the Ravens didn't look good uh 
Dwayne Haskins, who ended up getting benched. I actually thought he pretty much played his best game of the season, which is funny. We'll talk about that. But <laughs> overall, Kumar, what did you see from the Ravens on Sunday? Uh, like you said, um, they didn't dominate that game like I thought they was going to come out there and do. Um, but it also was coming off of that big game, like I told you guys last week. And, and I didn't know how they were going to show up and how it was going to look. Um, it looked kind of rugged. As you saw, you saw some of the big plays. But for the most part, it looked rugged. And, and it didn't look like, like they were the most dominant team and one of the top teams in the league. So uh, I would say it was a sloppy win, but they got the job done. And it's hard to get wins in the NFL. So. No doubt. I think that's what's most impressive about it is the Ravens haven't looked good three or two or three weeks, and they're still three and one. Uh, in practice or in the press conferences today, the Ravens are saying teams are coming out with completely new game plans. They're not showing any tendencies in the film against other teams. They are focused on the Ravens with Lamar. They're attacking that line of scrimmage. Gowie, I mean, what do the Ravens do to really get their offense rolling? Um. Honestly, I guess it's really just sticking to our guns. I mean, I feel like we already have a, a type of system and, and skill set that's established. So, you know, you have to go off the run and you, we really have to use the run to kind of open up other things. So um, I feel like as a whole, the team did fairly well. Um, there were some things that need help, especially uh, in the, the pass blocking. You know, Lamar didn't get much time on a lot of his dropbacks. I think maybe like on six of them, he had like a good amount of time to actually make something happen. Um, but I think he took about like 26 dropbacks in total. So, you know, that's kind of or more dropbacks than that in total. So that's not a good ratio. So uh, our pass block has to get better for sure. Um, and until that happens, I feel like we're still going to see these rough patches uh, because it really starts with those guys up front. I think it's really good test, and the Ravens are going to grow a lot now that teams are... People said they're going to figure out Lamar Jackson. You, you can't figure out a guy who's just going to run right by you at 100 miles per hour, but you can game plan against it, and I think it's better for the Ravens. They're going to be able to adjust that. On defense, I mean, we talked about Dwayne Haskins gets benched, actually put third string. Kamar, as a wide receiver, you saw the success that they had throwing screens. I mean... On film, like the only play I would call until the Ravens can stop the screen would be a screen pass. Screen pass what yeah. What are the Ravens going to do to defend that? Because, I mean, Terry McLaurin had like 98 catches for 1,000 yards on screen. <laughs> um, I would hope that uh, they get on their job and, and look at it and go over it, to be honest. they probably To be honest, though, being with Harbs and, and me being in that system, usually when a team comes out and do something like that, I'm pretty sure they implemented that in practice this weekend, and or they're going to. So they're going to see a lot of screens this week. He's going to make sure that that's not what's going to beat them, and not a double pass off the screen either. Because now that teams see him getting beat on screen, later on that's going to be a setup for a double pass off of that. Right. The Ravens traditionally haven't run a ton of screens. Why was that in our offense and still today where why at least wide receiver screens? They've run running back tight end screens, but wide receiver I feel like during your times did we run a lot of wide out screens? Uh we did. Uh did we call them a lot of time? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh we, we definitely we definitely have some i had a couple that i i know i have for sure uh, but we we did it we just didn't do it uh as often as, as some other teams got it got it gally haskins all the way to third string um i personally like it's funny because we talked around this pod like the rank of how ingram is getting paid so he's gonna get carries 
Dobbins got drafted, how he's going to get carries. Kind of the same thing what you would expect in Washington. You took Haskins first overall or first round overall. So you're not necessarily like just going to put him on the bench. I, I commend what they're doing. Like I genuinely believe that they see Haskins and they don't think he's that good of a quarterback. Of course, this guy could grow and learn. But you see, like, Josh Rosen, the Cardinals gave up on him. They went to Kyler. I'm not saying Kyle Allen's quite Kyler Murray. But giving up on a guy who you think might not be your future early sometimes is a ballsy decision, but it can pay off. Like, what do you see out of Haskins? What do you think uh, just going forward for them? Well, first and foremost, Dwayne Haskins uh, is a former Buckeye. That's so your guy. Know, I know all, that. That's, that's my guy. So it's like it, it hurts me because it's like before Dwayne was drafted, like I, I was just praising him like, bro, like this guy is really going to be the truth. And unfortunately, you fall when you're that good, you fall into a bad team. And, you know, you get into a system where you got to kind of grow with that system. They have to surround you. you they have to build around you. Um, I don't think the Redskins have been doing that. But at the same time, even though he's my guy, I'm not going to act like he's not a he shouldn't be held accountable for the things that he's done. I mean, there were some plays where he completely overthrown a running back in the flat. And it's like, bro, like that's a simple boom, boom, boom. And you didn't even you threw it uh, about two yards above his head. So um, stuff like that, you can't really uh, excuse. You can't make an excuse for that. So whether people complain about targets or they complain about the O-line, which are things that are limited at this moment. But at the same time, you can't excuse those type of you know actions from him. So ultimately, I feel like the Redskins, oops, the Washington football team are going to uh, <laughs> they're going to pretty much see what the backup can do. They're going to run with him just to see if if it's the same thing. Maybe it's one of those things where they're testing to see, like, maybe we have to change. Because if he can't make something happen and he can't make something happen, then that's something that falls on us. So I look at it as one of those, but I don't expect Haskins to be benched for long. I think he'll get his spot back. I think this is just going to be a test to give it a a new look. Kumar, 13 starts for Haskins' first-round pick. I mean, you talk about the business all the time. Were you surprised by this? I think they're just challenging him mentally, to be honest, uh, especially to put him behind Alex Smith, who I know for a fact, if he had to go out there right now, <laughs> he can't go out there and get nothing done. Because right. he's, not, he's not healthy. I know he's not healthy. I've seen a video of him, and he was still yeah. limping and gimping around. But for them to put a guy like that in front of him, I feel like it's just to give him that that extra ump, like, like get your – Get your stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we want to see you go out there and do and do your thing. But like, like you're saying, like you can't miss the simple stuff. Yeah, the system is the system. You can't do nothing mm-hmm. about it. The guys that you're around or the guys that they bring in, that's just the guys you got. You just got to deal with it. But at the same time, we pay quarterbacks big bucks for a reason. Exactly. Yeah, and the weird thing was they said Ron Rivera was like, you know, if Haskins doesn't perform, we're going to bench him. And this was before the Ravens game. And then I thought, like, for the way he was, playing from behind, playing behind the sticks, playing a good defense, I thought his performance was actually decent. Not, like, you know, Pro Bowl worthy, but for what they have going on there. So I was kind of surprised he went to the bench. I'm curious to see how they manage it because, like you said, Alex Smith, like, he can't walk. So I don't think he's playing quarterback anytime soon. Um, all right, on to the game on Sunday versus the Bengals. 
Not like the Ravens kryptonite, but A.J. Green does turn into a, a version of Jerry Rice when he comes to Baltimore. <laughs> right. No one knows why. Uh, <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, like, normally I'll see Ravens slander, like, jokes on the timeline. I saw a Bengals fan post, like, a three-minute clip of A.J. Green against the Ravens, and I was like, respect, <laughs> because for whatever happens, M&T Bank Stadium's like a home to him. Um, we are two touchdown favorites. Ravens traditionally against a rookie quarterback. I mean, we just make work of them. But this feels like a different time and a different era where, like, that kid isn't a rookie. He just won a national championship, and he's 23 years old. He's older than Lamar Jackson. So you're, you're not necessarily getting the old, and he's playing well. On paper, Ravens are a much better team all around the park, so they should win this game. But Kumar, you've played the Bengals a handful of times, uh, and this Bengals team is is a fun team with really good skill players, and skill players do weird things to the Ravens. So, what do you expect on Sunday? Um, it's not the Bengals of old, but like you said, for some reason when they come they come to Baltimore, it's a, I don't, they just turn up. Whether <laughs> 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 it's AJ, whether it's uh, Boyd. Um, that the, those guys usually show up, and and I'm not gonna put anything past Burrow. I know he's a rookie, and rookies usually don't come in and, and and do well versus the Ravens in the in the past. But I don't think they've also faced a rookie like Burrow at that same point. So I, I feel like this is gonna be a, a big game. It's a it's an in division game. They nobody knows them better than Cincinnati, other than Pittsburgh and Cleveland. But these guys know each other pretty well. Um, so I, I think it's gonna be a good game to be honest. I'm looking forward to it too. I agree. Gally, what do you think? Um, I think it's going to be a great game. I mean, I feel like, you know, even if you look at their schedule, the Bengals haven't really played anybody that pops out. But, uh, you know, they played the Browns. That game was close. They played the Chargers. Game was close. Eagles, they tied. And, you know, it's just like they stay in these games. Like you said, they have a rookie quarterback. But Joe Burrow, he's different. He's not just your average rookie quarterback. Like, he came in ready to go. And he does not have an offensive line. This man is, like, (laughs) running for his life behind there. So the fact that he's able to have – He's be he's able to perform at such a high level with no little to no protection. That's real scary because you know as what our Ravens pass rush they've been kind of iffy so far this season. So if you can't get to that guy, oh Burrow's gonna light us up. So I'm I'm definitely concerned a little bit. And, and I'm not too much worried about like our our line, our defensive line, and our pressure is pretty good. But the Eagles had a pretty good front as well, and he took some hits, mm-hmm. and I seen him get up. From them hits and, yeah. and he's tough so, as nails <laughs> so I, I feel like that that's why this is going to be a bigger game than what the records might show on, on paper i totally mm-hmm. agree and I, gally it's a good point i didn't even think about it like that chargers game i mean aj's in the end zone they call an opi if they don't they win that game they tie the eagles like they really they're a better team than they look and that's with the lack of protection and i think it's interesting because last season was the second game when Lamar had the run. That's against the Bengals' defense. And if the Bengals have any pride, I mean, that highlight was probably shown 48 million times since. Uh, And if they have any pride, they're going to want to change that. And that game was also closer than you would think. And so was the first game last year. And now you have a much better quarterback. And with the pass rushing issues... Do you blitz and leave A.J. Boyd mixing out of the backfield one-on-one, kind of like we did against the Chiefs? That could be bad news. If we're not getting pressure against the weak O-line, that's going to be interesting. Lamar's hurt. I mean, I agree with you guys. I think 
We picked a blowout against Washington. We felt good against the Chiefs. For whatever reason, I think we're all in agreement. Since he's going to give the Ravens weird problems on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, the thing with me is like, I feel like getting to, I feel like getting behind that line won't be difficult for the pass rush because that's one thing that we've seen from the Ravens. They've been able to get back there. It's just a matter of tackling. The tackling is where it's like, all right, bro, you're back there, get him down. And the thing with Joe is that even though he's an amazing thrower, the guy's mobile too. So it's like we've struggled with mobile quarterbacks up to this point. So Dwayne Haskins, we kind of got lucky, you know, we didn't even blitz that much because we know Haskins isn't really that mobile of a guy. He's more like a, a statue type quarterback. But, you know, Burrow, he's different, bro. So like he said, it's definitely going to be a problem. And, uh, you know, it should be interesting. I, I expect it to be a fight because it's an AFC North rivalry. So he's like a fast Big Ben. Like the thing with Ben is you couldn't you couldn't tackle him. Burrow's like, he's got that strength, and he's a little speedier, so he's going to mm-hmm. make plays on Sunday. It'll be fun to watch. Turnovers, as always, I'm sure will be the difference maker. Uh, what do you guys think for your X Factor, Kumar? X Factor for the Ravens. Uh, yeah. Or for the game, whatever whatever you think, we'll, we'll spin it. Uh, I would say stopping Joe Burrow, and then if, if a healthy Lamar is a healthy Lamar. If he's not a healthy Lamar, it's going to be interesting to see what that offense looks like if if uh, RG3 has to step in or if, or if he's not his normal so they can't run the same plays that they would normal, normally run with him. Because they, might, they right. might not run him as much this week if his knee is really as sore. So it might be see, we might see more passing from him. So it, it's going to be interesting to just see what the offense, uh, what they come out with in his health, to be honest. Good point. Gally, what do you think? Um, my X factor is going to be the linebacker core, uh, more specifically Patrick Queen. Uh, I think Patrick Queen has been doing a hell of a job uh, at the position. Um, but, you know, last game, it was a bit iffy, even though he did well, you know, in the in the coverage. That's where you kind of saw his weaknesses, um, you know, covering the flat and different things like that. That's how they was really the able to break those 40-yard catches and, you know, 9-, 10-yard gains uh, to the running back. So just being able to maintain all those things. And like I said, Joe Burrow's a a mobile quarterback, so if somebody has to play spy, you know, they're going to be looking at the inside linebacker to be playing spy. So uh, those are kind of the things I'm looking for as far as the X factor goes. And, you know, LJ Fort, if he gets out there, being able to apply pressure and different things like that. No doubt. I'm going to go with uh, stopping the run. I think Mixon coming off three touchdowns, he's a beast. Ravens have been good stopping the run. If you can make Burrow one-dimensional, that's much, much easier to defend. If they're running on us, it's going to be a long day. Him off play action. I mean, if we're blitzing to stop the run, it could be a, it could be really bad. That team is really talented on offense. Uh, they just yeah. can't block, which is a problem. <laughs> uh, all right, score predictions. My score prediction. I'm going Ravens 30, Bengals 24. I think we're going to see a close game. We will still get our points, and I think the Bengals will get theirs. Kumar, what do you got? I'm going to say 30-27, a little closer than that Ravens. I feel like okay. it's going to be a nail-biter, to be honest. It's really, it's really going to come down to the last possession of who has the I agree. Pass. Yeah, I have I have the Bengals scoring 20. Now, my, my, my issue is with the Ravens. I'm not sure if they'll score 24 or if that's being too generous. <laughs> Should I give them a few more points? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, it's definitely – I had Bengals getting 20. So, I'll say, like, 29, 27, you know, 20, something. Okay. Like all right. So, we think Ravens, but we are all uh, kind of in agreement. This is this is 
I don't want to call it a trap game because I think you're looking right at it. It's a home division game, but you don't get that home crowd. So I think I'm excited about it. Uh, after that, you get the Eagles in Philly who got the big win. They play Pittsburgh off a of bye, so that'll be interesting to see where they're at after that game. But if Ravens take care of business on Sunday and then take care of business in Philly, like we think they probably should, they be 5-1. and one. And if you're a veteran team that has Super Bowl aspirations, you know you want to be 5-1 and one because then you have a tough stretch coming up middle of the season. So Ravens flock, appreciate you guys for listening. We'll be back next Thursday. Go Ravens. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.